are listening to The Cooler Ring, a podcast made for manufacturing marketers. Here are Carmen Perry and Jeff White. Welcome to The Cooler Ring, a podcast for manufacturing marketers brought to you by Cooler Partners. My name is Jeff White and joining me today is Carmen Perry. Carmen, how are you doing, sir? I'm delightful. And you? <laughs> I think, you know, it's, it's up to others to really decide if that's true or not. But, uh, you know, I, I think you're delightful. Man, but, uh, I don't know. If you're me and you're waiting for somebody else to find you delightful, you're going to be waiting a long time. I found. <laughs> you're going to take your own counsel there. Yeah, you're leading the witness, though. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, I'm doing well. And um, I, I'm excited for uh, today's conversation. I think... Uh, uh, so, guys, what we're going to try to do today is, um, so it's just Jeff and I chatting again. We're not going to interview any other guests. I hope people have been enjoying these episodes over the last few weeks. Um, and uh, But today, we're kind of just exercising a bit of a thought experiment around, uh, you know, basically looking at the next uh, time horizon when we may be uh, limited in um, or restricted in the amount of personal interactions we can have or what that looks like until there's a vaccine for COVID. Um, and uh, and imagining, and, and maybe this is strange to people, I don't know, but what does that mean in the world of factory tours? Because for so many manufacturing organizations, they'll tell us, like, man, the factory tour is the secret salesperson. Once we get somebody in the factory tour, um, uh, we, we're going to be able to move them to closed one. And... Uh, that seems like a pretty big club that's now uh, no longer in the bag. So what can we do? That's the subject of today's kind of thought experiment, if you will. And I think it's a really interesting topic. I mean, even just kind of thinking about the, the importance and prevalence of the factory tour, because, you know, you know as well as I do that a lot of manufacturers primarily sell to other manufacturers, especially, you know, in, in the B2B space. And as such, the capabilities of a factory, the capabilities of the people within that factory, um, you know, they, they really are relied upon to help kind of bring those deals across the line, aren't they? Yeah, absolutely. And it's interesting to consider, of course, even now, um, if you go to most manufacturer websites, what's the first thing that you'll see is they'll be talking about how it's business as normal uh, in the time of COVID-19, that they're exempt. And, and I think um, um, whether you're uh, in, in the U.S. or in Canada or, or, or elsewhere, um, manufacturing is going to be dependent upon to really power of the economic recovery as we come out of this. And they're being uh, counted upon now. Uh, to keep on keeping on. Um, and so that means if manufacturer, manufacturing is expected to keep going, uh, manufacturers need to buy uh, things in order to keep going, uh, and they typically are buying it from other manufacturers. So that buying behavior is going to con have to continue. Uh, buying and selling is going to have to continue, but it's going to continue outside of some of these normal conventions like a factory tour that we've just gotten so used to. Yeah, and I mean, you also have to think of the, you know, the, the real importance and and the, uh, you know, what what does somebody get out of a factory tour when they are the buyer? You know, they they they're probably they're most likely traveling, um, either via plane or or otherwise to to visit the supplier. They are meeting with numerous people within that organization, most likely not just the 
you know, the salesperson, although they may be kind of leading the charge through that tour. Um, and they're getting to experience the technical prowess and uh, capabilities and and overall facility that uh, that is on display there. So there's, there's a number of different elements of a factory tour that help to be help, help to make it that silent uh, salesperson that it that it really is. Yeah, I think that's a great point because, of course, as people talk about replacing it or what to do in lieu of, um, often they talk about well, having a video of the factory or what have you. And, and and while that can be a lovely asset to have, and, and I'm, I'm not suggesting that may not be part of the solution even, um, it, 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 isn't, it isn't just the factory. And, in fact, my guess is, is that what you said, like the, the people have more of an impact on it all than the actual factory. Yeah, it, it we we'd be underestimating the value of the tour by discounting the importance of the people within the factory. Yeah, well, and of course the client uh, or the prospect would know. Like if you if they're coming to a factory tour, I mean uh, they're going to then at least assume you have one. Um, and and the even though the factory, you know, if they're, if they're at the point where they're considering it, it's not like it's a question of. Uh, uh, of kind, it's a question of degree. So, and they've probably have seen other factories, as we just mentioned. They may well be a manufacturer themselves. It's not that they can't be impressed by the physical space. Don't get me wrong. I don't want to uh, poo-poo that in any way. But uh, I guess I, it feels to me like you're onto something when you say uh, maybe over maybe there's some wisdom in overemphasizing the people part of that factory tour as we try to imagine trying to bring it to life in this uh, time. For sure. Um, and I'd, I'd like to come back to that. But I, I think first, let's let's talk a little bit about, you know, what options are available to manufacturers to actually get a tour of a physical plant? You know, what what is it that they can do? And I think there's, you know, that we, we are lucky to be alive in a, in a time where, you know, Cameras are ubiquitous and small and can be placed in numerous different locations, you know, so you can get some really interesting views of, uh, of a particular factory. You know, you, the, these things could be done live or they could be pre-recorded and, and saved for later, you know, in terms of uh, how you actually capture the facility itself. Um, there's just tons and tons of options there. And I mean, depending on what the factory looks like, you you may also be able to use uh, drones and, and other technology like that. Yeah, and uh, I know that uh, there's people have even used uh, a software uh, that uh, became popular more for real estate tours to help power factory tours. Um, certainly a possibility folks could consider. Um, uh, even in a, um, a physically distanced uh, reality, um, a very small, um, even one person camera crew could, uh, um, that, that truly knows what they're doing, I think could, um, uh, could, could have a lot of success. Like you say, the technology is uh, uh, more enabling than ever in that respect. Yeah. And I, I think one of the things I remember when I first got started in, uh, in the web, one of the first types of things I ever did was uh, tours of pulp and paper mills to teach kids about the forest industry in New Brunswick. And uh, I remember some of the, the most interesting things that we did for those tours was to put cameras in places where cameras hadn't normally gone before, like the inside of a, of a giant saw blade and other things like that. Right. And, 
you know, so I think that there are opportunities to showcase the, you know, the, uh, the technology that you have available, uh, simply by perhaps not just thinking about it from the, you know, the, the 5,000 foot view of the, of the facility, but to actually kind of dive deep into machines as safely as possible, of course, um, to showcase the, the technology that you may have and all of that. But I think that the, you know, the, the real, the really interesting component of this is when you're going to bring this to life in a way that is applicable to that specific prospect. I, I think that there's, you know, you, you can probably do the, uh, the static elements of the tour relatively easily, um, and have those assets available as part of that, but, uh, you know, bringing it to life more, um, personally, um, and more specifically to the interests of the prospect are going to be the things that make this, um, a replacement for the in-person factory tour. Yeah, I can, um, I can kind of, it, it paint a pretty nice picture of this coming together. I mean, I can imagine those kinds of, uh, um, overarching assets that, um, uh, that present the physical facility and then uh, uh, kind of interspersing it with uh, various kind of um, uh, whether it's by a video conference or what have you, but bringing that talent that they would have been meeting in the factory tour uh, and bringing them uh, uh, to life on screen. And, and I, I think to the extent that we do that in real time probably has a fairly big impact as well, as opposed to just canning the whole thing, you know, and having it all pre-recorded. It would feel to me to the extent that you can make that those components of the factory tour quite interactive. Um, you can still do that in this environment, um, I think, quite successfully. Are your digital marketing efforts bringing in too many junk leads? Stop wasting time and distracting your sales team. Account-based marketing can help give your marketing strategy the laser focus on qualified buyers that you need to increase your pipeline velocity, close more deals, and grow your business faster. We've created a sample manufacturing ABM plan to help you get started. Download the sample manufacturing ABM plan at bit.ly slash sample ABM. That's B-I-T dot L-Y slash sample ABM. Yeah. And, and I, you know, the other, the other component of that as well is, um, you know, whether or not you can bring those things to life through that technology. Um, you know, I'm thinking of, uh, you know, are there potential, potential uses for augmented reality or virtual reality as part of this. That's probably another level um, to uh, uh, a factory tour. But, um, you know, I, I don't think that, uh, especially given the importance of this and how the budgets are going to be shifting away from more traditional um, marketing spends, like on trade shows and things like that, you know, it may be time to begin to think about investing some serious horsepower into the assets that you're going to require for this and, you know, interspersing those with personalized messages from different, um, you know, operators, um, engineers within the overall entity, a message from the CEO or a conversation with the CEO as part of that, you know, make this, it really needs to be turned into an event, you know, something that is, is worthy of a replacement of having gotten on a plane and gone and had a, a steak dinner, you know, with, yeah. with the, the person who's trying to sell you. Oh man. Now you got me thinking about like going to Bavette's or something in Chicago and eating a proper steak. <laughs> uh, this will happen again at some point. I, I have to hope. Yeah, exactly. Um, 
But it, it is interesting to consider that this asset would live well beyond any kind of 12 to 18 month horizon where we may be dealing with this, uh, with, with the COVID situation in a more intense way. Um, I think as buyer behavior, um, this is going to shift buyer behavior in a more significant way than we understand or realize. Just because people uh, will be able to get back on plans doesn't mean that they're going to be necessarily as keen to do it as often. Um, and I, I, I think we all uh, will have learned new ways uh, to do things remotely. Uh, and and uh, I think if you're um, a manufacturing marketer, and you're investing in winning in those new ways, that's a really seriously good place to be putting your dollars right now. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't agree with you more on that. I mean, you know, the, the, there's no question that you're going to need to be budgeting for this. And I think, too, this is the kind of thing, this is a muscle that you've probably not flexed before. You know, you, you might have... Uh, you might have captured some of this for some photos on the website. Uh, we know the manufacturers that we work with love to showcase their facilities um, and often do so through photography to, you know, to show the uh, the scale and breadth and depth of their uh, of their factories. Um, but, you know, that I think this is going to need to be a more living, breathing thing that you call upon as part of that sales process. And it, it's almost like a... Uh, a choreographed dance that you'll continue to improve upon as time goes on and as you learn what works and, and how you can leverage the, the physical assets that you have against that and uh, as well as the, uh, the people that you have to, uh, to introduce and, and present to your prospects. Yeah, I think that's a great point. The, um, uh, it's one thing to ask uh, um, uh, somebody on the factory floor or uh, or, or what have you to um, uh, to say hi to a, a prospect as you're as you're breezing through. It's quite another for that person to be um, even saying hi and and having a conversation in front of a camera with a microphone. I mean, they're just not used to it largely. No, and I mean we know from the factories that we've toured before that if there's a camera present, generally people are running to hide behind the machine. So yeah. we're gonna, we're going to have to. Uh, teach people that this is kind of becoming a part of their, you know, they're, they're not going to need to do this all day, every day, obviously, they, they need to be running that machine or what have you. But, um, you know, the, there will be an element of, uh, um, of performance, I guess, associated with this and finding the right people to be able to properly represent the company um, as they move into these digital tours and, uh, potentially live Q&A sessions with an engineer on the floor. Um, you know, there, there's just lots and lots of opportunities for how you might decide to create this um, and think of uh, think of each factory tour as a, an individualized experience. Yeah, I was going to ask you if you thought that maybe the... I guess, do we think that if something's being uh, delivered in real time that's fairly bespoke, um, to the prospect that there's at least a bit of uh, latitude then granted in terms of uh, production quality, i.e. Um, might it be uh, something that the folks on the factory floor may not need to worry about quite as much uh, um, uh, about how theatrical they are and their performance or what have you. Like they should maybe take a little bit of comfort in the fact that people will just be happy to ex be experiencing it all. And... Um, and that there's an, a level of uh, an authentic nature to it if it isn't overly polished. I mean, we used to 
I guess I uh, think of social media video creation in, in that way. Um, I'm not sure that people do any longer. Um, but would you say that's the case in this instance? I, I think it probably is. I think there'll be an allowance for um, organizations to get up to speed with this kind of thing. Um, it, it's probably going to become more common. I mean, as as we've stated already, we're, we're in this for a while yet, at, at least the next 18 months. And, uh, you know, organizations will start to get better at it, but I think it'll be okay if it's a if it's a bit rough, if it's a bit shaky, um, you know, as long as there is uh, value to the information being provided and, you know, you're really kind of stepping back and thinking about what kinds of information are you looking to get across? This is a, a probably a, a fairly different skill set than what most salespeople are used to doing as they walk a prospect through the factory. It It's more akin to uh, presenting a play. Um, than it is to, uh, you know, just kind of walking around and looking at machines and, and saying hello to uh, to the people that are operating them. It really is going to require that people step back and, and maybe, you know, not deliver it quite as off the cuff as they, as they might have. Although, you know, I'm sure that uh, there's slightly different things that are being done in uh, when people are coming into the factory, you know, it's probably cleaner than normal. It's probably, you know, all of those things. But, uh, you know, in, in this case, you really are sort of looking at it from the perspective of what is that experience that you want someone to get on the other end of the computer or phone as they're being walked through that tour. I think the technology to power this could, um, it could be quite varied. So I, I'm guessing I'm going to uh, I guess, hesitate to give any kind of concrete recommendations. But I guess one of the things that comes to mind, Jeff, uh, um, in this kind of thing, like the, 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 the video is often a little easier than the audio to coordinate, isn't it, to, in order to get decent quality? Yeah, I mean, our our phones are more than capable of producing better than 1080p video. Um, and they still absolutely are abhorrent at capturing decent quality audio. There's no question that the single biggest differentiator in terms of any kind of content production like this is the quality of the audio. So con making considerations for microphones and how you record that kind of content, where you record that kind of content, maybe the, you know, the operator needs to go to a more quiet space to do a Q&A rather than standing in front of a, a machine that normally requires he hearing protection. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I, I, I'm just trying to, to think it through a, a bit. I guess my, uh, I would say, it, then the, the advice would be, first things first, as we talked about, kind of over-index on the focusing on, on the people side of that tour and the impact that connecting with your people has um, uh, to the prospect uh, and don't kind of undervalue that or understate that in any way. And then as you try to bring uh, those people um, uh, to life and bring, bring them in front of your prospect, um, uh, maybe think about uh, if you're going to over-invest on one side of that production, over-invest on the audio side, not the video side. Um, and I guess, Jeff, we're part of what we're saying too is uh, make a good chunk of this in real time and then leverage uh, pre-recorded assets as, as as you can. I think that that makes a, a ton of sense. I, I'd, um, I, I wouldn't have anything to add to that. 
Um, it's not bad. I mean, we've been kicking this around for uh, 20 minutes, and I think it, uh, I think it gives people at least a, an interesting little playbook to start with and uh, to begin to uh, some, some thought experiments of their own as to how they can bring their factory tour to life uh, online in a, in a meaningful way. So uh, it's been great chatting. Yeah, I've enjoyed it as well. Have a good day. You as well. Thanks for listening to The Cooler Ring with Carmen Perry and Jeff White. Don't miss a single manufacturing marketing insight. Subscribe now at coolapartners.com slash the cooler ring. That's K-U-L-A partners.com slash the cooler ring.